Welcome to Brain Disco, a podcast made in beautiful Cape Town. Today with the Random People We Meet edition. Your host is Tony Heil. Hey! So my friend Dave has been talking about the Steakhouse Barbecue for a long time. It's on Four Tracker Road in Pero. Some even call it Paradise. Pero is in the northern suburbs of Cape Town. So a few days ago we finally got a booking at the Institution Barbecue. And of course we also met owner and chef Marius Strauss. You know he's the type of guy that doesn't have a cell phone, he's 58 but keeps on repeating that he's forever 38. He's got a bit of a dirty mouth, so this is not a podcast for little kids. In the studio today with me is my awesome friend Dave Cotton, who's a keen fan of Paris Barbecue. Excuse the restaurant sounds, it's a super busy evening at Barbecue, a good business day for Ona Marius. I know, my wife will never ever, ever in a light divorce. Hmm. I can do whatever I want. Why do you think that? I don't, she wants me to be happy. So she will never ever divorce me. So she wants you to be happy or not? No, she 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 don't want me to be happy. She will, she, she will not divorce me because then I will be a happy man. Oh. Oh, I get it. Okay. So Mario says his wife will never divorce him because then he would be happy. So does that explain something about him? Was it just his sense of humor, I guess? It's his bad sense of humor. He's full of random stories and he always mentions again the love for women. Mm. I don't know if he just did that because I was sitting next to him and that's his way of being charming. Mm. But um, he mentions... Women he definitely does have a love for women, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no. um, <laughs> yeah, and he and if I've been there numerous times, and he, if I've ever been there with girls, and I've been there many times with girls, like he, just literally his focus is on the girls. Mm. He knows that they're there, which is yeah, is it's, it's cute yeah. in a way, right? Yeah. yeah. Totally cute in a way, but it's almost to the point of being like, Ooh, okay, you gotta be okay. careful. Let's be careful here. Well, I heard of some pinches in the bum and so on. Yes, he does. But yeah. I'm sure they're used to that. Yes, he's politically not correct. With which some you of love, actions, right? Which I love. Anyways, first of all, welcome, Dave. <laughs> you actually introduced me to the barbecue. Does one pronounce it right that way? Bar B Q. Yeah, with two hyphens. Yeah, the B is a capital letter between two hyphens. It's pretty, pretty sweet. Bar B Q. Yeah. So Dave, um, you introduced me to barbecue, and maybe just for the listeners, maybe you can just set the scene a little bit. Where is barbecue? Like location, and what kind of vibe? Maybe you can explain so, a bit to imagine it. Yeah. So we're in the city of Cape Town, and people in the city of Cape Town tend to go out in the city of Cape Town and I have a little bit of an explorative nature and I started investigating things a little bit further afield and started investigating Fuertreca Road and going into the hearts of Paro and Kales River and bars and, and for me it was like traveling to a different country and yet you are in a car for 20 or 30 minutes or on a Vespa for 20 or 30 minutes and the barbecue steakhouse is kind of in the heart of a really interesting part of Cape Town that your traditional Cape Townians don't really 
take the time to even consider visiting. Mm. So how did you, did you just, were you just out a night on Fort Tracker Road and you randomly saw the sign you thought, let me check it out, or how did you go in? I've got, I um, belong to a group of motorcyclists called the Vesperados mm -hmm. and Ronnie, um, who's my, one of my comrades, he said, we need to go to this place. Yeah. And when was that roundabout? Is that a while? That must have been in about, I reckon, 2012. Okay. Or so. Mm. Yeah. That's, so there's history there. Yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> so he just said, "Let's go there." You guys went, and you immediately made friends with Marius. Yeah. So in the process of time, it was really. And the first thing Ronnie did was warn us: whatever you do, don't order the man-sized portions. Mm -hmm. So, I'll never forget that, and it was like, um, what do you mean, the la we're sitting here with a group of pretty hardcore motorcyclists, mm -hmm. although we're on Vespers, they're big rough and tough guys, uh, we've got to order the ladies portions, and he said, be warned, yeah. order the ladies portions. Did you? Which we did, Okay. <laughs> listening to his good advice, and the ladies portions were bursting over the edges of the plate. Yeah. They were ridiculous. What did you order the first time? I think I had a schnitzel. Okay. Because it was the it's their traditional best meal, apparently. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's their schnitzels. That's what I actually had and I thought it was That's, pretty good. Yeah, pretty yeah. good. But I have to be honest, you know, I'm German. Yes. And a German usually finishes the plate. Yes. And I always finish the plate, but I actually took some home yeah. for lunch next day. And which also was I nice. think your schnitzel was, was a, isn't schnitzel meant to be veal? Yeah. No, it was pork. And his was pork. Yeah. But yeah. you it depends also where you are in Austria. Uh, you get okay. you got always the veal and oh. the pork option. Sometimes the chicken one's actually unusual yes. there. But um, yeah. it was pretty good. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. No, it was pretty good. Yeah, no, it's his and, business. And from the vibe, I mean, like I walked in and it felt a bit like almost like it could have been in Texas or in Austria, like the wooden like yes. the panelled yeah. um, ceiling. I mean the whole walls are wood panelled. Yeah. It's a cool how would you describe the vibe? Like it's so. It for it's me it was almost South Africa in the eighties. Okay. There's a it, funny enough. There's a old South African flag over the front door. Mm -hmm. There are these um, ammo belts and uh, all the stuff that you shouldn't really kind of have in a public restaurant. One of the reasons that Marius and I um, became a fond of each other is I like his attitude of not being bullied by Joe Public. Mm -hmm. He does what he wants to do. Sorry, I'm going to have ammo belts and whips on the wall and a South African flag and that's the way it is. Mm. So if he's a little rebel, but he doesn't yes. mean it in any way. He doesn't mean it. He's the most, nothing way. at all. He's the most harmless, mm. good diamond, really. Yeah. yeah. So the restaurant's been around, I think he said, for 50 years. Mm. He bought it, is it 20 or 30 years ago? Something like that, yeah. So, and um, it's been going quite strong. Yeah. So um, the location, though, for Fort Trekker Road is quite, um, how should I say? It's quite, as you say, like for a person that lives in the city center, yes. it's quite an unusual destination. Correct. But what would you say, what type of people go there? Would you say it's more people from Peru and <laughs> Belleville and beyond? Funny or? enough, I know people from that area. In mm -hmm. fact, work with one from that area. 
And for them, it's quite normal. It's quite a normal restaurant. They're like, oh, we went to this restaurant. But for us, um, trend doidles from the city, we're like, oh, we went exploring. Um, we went to this restaurant. It's like a theme park outing. Yeah, like a theme park yeah. outing. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Which is also the location's quite cool. I think there's a bridal shop on the one side yeah. and a lawnmower shop on the other side. The, in the, it couldn't be funnier in a way, right? In the years that I've been going there, I took this friend, I call him my brother from Canada, and the when these people arrive just on that street, it is an eye-opener. Like the, It's actually got a bridal shop like on both sides of it, and a lawnmower repair shop and, mm. and this this restaurant um, and he recently had to install a roller door about three or four years ago because people kept breaking into his restaurant to steal his alcohol oh, flip. Um, and we're talking about really cheap alcohol <laughs> <laughs> I mean I remember actually I haven't seen it on a menu for a long time I saw the cheapest wine that I know from Blumfontein stories yes, yes. Um, Mystic Boer um, Tassenberg Tassies the, yes I think a bottle to yes. buy there a whole bottle I think yes. 50 bucks yeah so sure. yeah and another thing i like about marius I, I do like people that are honest mm. and his thing is you know you can get all pretentious with your offerings mm. but he's like i'm going to stock these two red wines they're both okay um and if you want to order red wine you either bring your own or you drink what i'm offering you mm. and if you do drink the wine i'm offering you do not complain, else I'll probably slap you. Mm. And it's very affordable. <laughs> and so, it's totally affordable. Do you think he actually makes a profit? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. But when you look at his portion sizes and his wine offering, you realize his business must be volume driven. Hmm. And funny enough, every time I go there, it is wall to wall filled with people well we have to be honest it took a while to find a, a free night a free night where we could yeah. get a reservation i know which is incredible yeah marius is um he looks quite skinny at the moment mm. i think he was mm -hmm. a little bit sick lately yeah he's got a lot of bangles like yes. i think more than 15 yes. on the one arm yeah. he's wearing jeans and a shirt he's quite yeah. properly dressed mm -hmm. um and he's his um the white land rover is parked in front of the shop he's a very um yeah, he, he's almost surprising. He also surprised with the one thing he told me about ballet. There's a few things in life. Hmm. I like ballet. Hmm. I like a nice opera. Believe it or believe it not. But I like a beautiful woman more. People judge people way too quickly hmm. at the best of times. And this guy, I call him a rough diamond. When you meet him for the first time, his outward appearance is one of, you go, okay, whoa. But I could see, if you look through his soul, that he's got a really beautiful heart. And then, as I mentioned to you, he had, I saw him once on the way to the ballet. So there's Marius. And I thought to myself, you know what? I knew this is the real you. Hmm. Also a person that will give you the shirt off his back. If you phone him tomorrow and said, Marius, I'm having this trouble, hmm. he will 
take all his cash earnings from the night before and come and bail you out of jail. Yeah, yeah. he's got a good heart. Yeah. I think yeah. one can definitely feel yeah. that. So, um, do you always order the schnitzel? No. No. What's the what? What do you generally order? I'm quite open to being influenced. He does a very fine ribs. Um, what did you have when we went? Did you I have think a I had steak? a steak. Yeah. Yeah, and it was good. Mm. Um, what is I wouldn't the most? Go, I wouldn't go there for vegetarian meals. I wouldn't go there if I was a vegan. He doesn't think highly about vegetables. He, and it's another thing I like about him. Is he's focused. He's got no tolerance for nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> like people see, eating. <laughs> That's true. Hi. But what's the most? I'm a lactose intolerant. Oh, vegan. he doesn't do that. He's like, uh, why don't you go down the road and find somewhere else to eat? We talked with him obviously after we had dinner, and a lot of guests left already. Um, and you know, you randomly end up on the topic death, mm. and he said the thing that um, he doesn't want to get old, he mm. wants to grow old, mm. and so on. So, um, he says he will die young. He, his, what he actually says, it's, it's focal to get older, because old people are a pain in the gut. It's focal to get older, but you mustn't get older. Yeah, because old people are pain in the gut. Yeah. He just wanted to say you have to obviously you get older but you must die young yes so there was a bit of his philosophy yeah. there's an interesting he's got something young to himself yeah. Mm. yeah he has been ill and it was quite a serious illness i think i don't know i think even maybe cancer was involved or something mm -hmm. and he lost a lot of weight and he had to start wearing hearing aids and he was being treated for something and his teeth started giving him trouble and he deteriorated, his spirit deteriorated because I remember going there a year ago and his spirit had deteriorated. I was quite saddened um, but he somehow lifted himself up again but he seems to have like three quarters of the bounce that he had, the joie de vivre mm. um, and the life. You know, so whether he's play acting now, and maybe some of the things he said says about getting old are in fact potentially protective mechanisms mm -hmm. that he's been putting in place. You know. Yeah, that's uh, what I thought. Yeah. 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 You but, correctly thought. I'm yeah. sure you're right. There. I mean, obviously, he tells a lot of stories, and he tells probably the same stories. As you said, he goes from table to table, so there's mm. great interaction mm. with him. Mm. Obviously, there's not always new stuff, mm. but um, he even actually, he also surprised me. He told me one story where he um, supported a family by, by paying someone's school fees. Yes. And I think, yeah. Um, yeah, that was very sweet. I'm sure there are a lot more stories like that about yeah. him. I know one sweet story that I just want you to quickly touch on. Um, I remember you um, in your backyard, you had a new bry built. Yes. And um, just tell about the evening, and I know you invited Marius yeah. to to open it for yes. its first bride. Maybe just tell us a little bit yeah. about it. So I had an architect design a large barbecue in the back of my back garden, and one of my friends suggested that we have an, an a bride, a barbecue opening ceremony and invite 40 people so it's this huge bride and so 
I thought there's only one person that can do justice to this opening. Who do we choose to cut the ribbon? And I thought, my friend Marius. Mm. I phoned Marius. Well, I went round to his restaurant, in fact, because he doesn't have a phone. And you can't get him on the landline. I went to around to his restaurant and said, Marius, on such and such a date, are you working? And he said, no. Uh, I have to go to work at six o'clock. And I said, can you come to my house at three in the afternoon and come and cut a ribbon that I've tied around this barbecue <laughs> with a pair of scissors? Yeah. And lo and behold, his Land Rover arrived at quarter to three outside my house. He got out of his Land Rover with an arm full of gifts. He had these framed photographs of famous barbecues around the world or in South Africa or whatever. He had a, a little cigarette lighter that was shaped like a, 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 a gas canister. <laughs> he had two, three or four bottles of wine. He had a little box of um, sherries. And all he did was give me a whole bunch of gifts. And he stood up in front of everybody on a, on a chair or on a stage, on a chair. And he didn't know any of these people. There's 40 people in the back garden. And he was really humbled that he'd been invited to do this task. And he'd also forgotten his script. He'd gone and prepared a script and he'd forgotten his script. What did he say? At home. And so he did this wonderful talk and he ended up with the most, a sentence that is remembered by all 40 people that he presented to. And before he cut the ribbon, he said, so he goes, talk, 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 talk. And then he goes, and everyone, he talks with a little bit of a Malmesbury bray. He says, everyone, remember, if you're driving on a gravel road, don't swear for a rabbit. <laughs> Very <laughs> random. Yeah, it's random, but an incredible story because one of the secrets of driving is if there's an animal in the road, don't swerve for it mm. because you will turn your car over and die. Mm. <laughs> Rather just kill the rabbits. Or the rabbit will make a plan. They or the rabbit will make fast. a plan. That's the reality, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Anyway, nice story. Uh. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. And we had a little brass plaque made and attached to the barbecue, to the bry. And the brass plaque says, this bry was opened by Maria Strauss of the Barbecue Steakhouse on such and such a date. Awesome. Yeah, so cool. Cool. Yeah. So when we leave the barbecue restaurant, um, Marius, just, just before that, he tells me about his collection of whips and he makes whips himself. And so we ended the evening being in Fort Checker Road and he is, how would you call that? Cracking. He's cracking his whip. Yeah, cracking And it sounds whip. like gunshots. gunshots and we are like moving from one side to the other laughing and kind of being scared yeah, as well. Yeah. Is, that was a very sweet goodbye in a way. Yes. And it also tells a lot about yeah. the vibe there. I'm sure people are a bit scared for me. Yeah. Um, you've seen this before. Is that a regular thing he does? Can one ask him for it if now he, people go there? or He'll do it for people, but I think for our little group of friends, it's part of his 
quite happy to do it. I don't think many people know that he will crack that whip in the street. It was incredible. Yeah, it's a crack. It's that thing, literally. I was surprised the cops didn't yeah, turn up. Yeah. <laughs> and he was standing in the street with his skinny body and his jeans and his 15 plus bangles. And there's taxis and stuff getting past. And he's going, Quada! Quada! That was hilarious. It's definitely a thing um, for some to just go for yeah. another dinner because it's yeah. in the neighborhood. But I think for people that live yeah. in town and want to yes. explore beyond yes. the city center, so, it's definitely so, worth it. So, um, um, Tony, you've, you've brought up something quite interesting there. You know, like this thing about exploring out of the city. Out of the comfort zone. Yeah, out of the comfort zone. If I think about it, that reason alone, would you ever go to some hipster little restaurant in the city bowl that's just opened up and they, they facilitate vegans and vegetarians and nya, 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 nya. and the restaurant owner <laughs> is going to go, hey guys, I know you've all just eaten in my restaurant. Do you want to come out into Loop Street and let me crack a bull whip? It's like, no, not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So, so I just wonder, um, what could be the next place to visit? Is there anything that can top that experience? Because there it is, was pretty epic. Yeah, there are some places. You know, what's interesting, and this is the philosophy of exploring, is you must have the belief that we're all equal. That is the most important thing in the world. Amen. Amen. You know what I mean? Yes. That was a high five. Yeah, well, yeah. Was that was quiet. a high five. There we go. Recording. Yeah. And, um, and if you have that belief, then you can go to places that are out of your, your zone and you will be amazed if you take the trouble to engage with people, how incredible everybody is. So that exploring is based on the premise of the fact there are people out there that are remarkably creative, incredible people. Um, and I've heard about like biker bars in Kales River. So one can go. There's, there's Maybe with the Vespa or the Chinese scooters. Yeah. No, there's more to be explored. Eh? Yeah. You know what I mean? You, yeah. We should definitely do that. I actually yeah. thought of um, just starting a random... WhatsApp group. I don't know if we need another WhatsApp yes. group, but people that are keen to yes. explore and just say, hey, yeah. um, in two days, Saturday night, we're going to go to, um, I don't know, to Belleville to go to Whoa. some very Afrikaans, um, what's it, dancing thing yes. called? Um, yeah. yeah. You know, to go to Lang Aram. Lang Aram evening, yes, who's going yes, to join? And then just yes. like to explore new things like yeah, that. But yeah. just things that are right. really out of the yeah. normal, like for us city people. Can I add just two things that I've done, because I've been doing this for many years yes, please, with yeah. different people. There's two very interesting things besides the barbecue that I've experienced in these explorations. I almost call it like foreign travel. The one of them was I went to, we, myself and my friend Paul van der Spey, went to a provincial scale electrics championships mm. in Goodwood in the evening by accident in a shop on Fortrecker Road with a glass front and they had a track and these guys were racing these cars around the track and the drivers of these little scale electrics cars believed that they were in fact Le Mans 
drivers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. So they had the kits on with the badges yeah. for spark plugs and they were wear helmets and they almost were to the point of wearing helmets <laughs> that was the one thing and the other thing that we did one evening was we went to the goodwood town hall and played bingo yeah with these random group of bingo players and um, we made a large financial contribution upon entry and we sat at this table and everyone was so taken with our generosity that they passed these Tupperware containers of biscuits to our table. Oh, sweet. And it was so sweet. And I won a, a, a half a kilogram Burevors voucher and some another friend of mine Not won bad. a frying pan. <laughs> <laughs> but you obviously got the prizes, right? And Were we went you... and collected the yeah, prizes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah. Oh, but they, you know, I think evenings like that are a lot more valuable they're richer in a yes. sense of experience yeah. than a lot of other things yeah. so which should really make yes. time for it yeah. and get out of the comfort zone you for sure. got to yeah. yeah you know what i thought i mean this sounds is a random thought but i just thought of a steak and you know marius can make this really rough impression mm. like just the outside of a steak but inside actually pretty rare mm. he's a softy hey mm. it's a soft steak. he's a soft as so um, thanks for introducing us to him. Yes. And I think, um, I th I'm sure a lot of people will try to get a book in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Dave, thanks so much for Thank joining you, us. Thank you, Absolute awesome. pleasure. Cool. cool. Thank Let's you. start the WhatsApp group. <laughs> Remember, dinner bookings at barbecue are essential. It took us actually a while to get in. But why not make a whole four-checker road evening out of this? There are great bars. Some even have rules like no flip-flops and onesies after 7 p.m. Plus, we've also actually seen a restaurant called Food is Ready. What a great name. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of Brain Disco. And hey, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at braindiscopodcast at gmail.com. Plus, we are on Instagram as braindiscopodcast. There you can see us cheersing with Marius and we regularly post recommendations of our favorite podcasts. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your podcast-loving friends and rate it on iTunes so others can find it. Goodbye, tot ziens and hambagachle. This podcast was sponsored by Design by Think. Think before you spend your money on marketing.